one. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Troy Beach Music here. You're now tuning into the Homos Talk Show right here on Verse TV. And it is week 116. So we outside, y'all. We out here and we're doing it. But it's not just about me. We got some special guests in the building today. So who else we got in the building? Talk to me. What's up, y'all? This is Shy. Shy, shy, shy. You know, we out here and we're doing it. Verse TV. All right, now. And also, we have special guests in the building this week. Who else we got in the building? Talk to me, guys. Yes. My name is Quincy. My name, my name is Romeo. And we are the Will Life Show. The Will Life Show, y'all. Thank you guys for being here, guys. We're going to have special guests. You, and we're going to get your input, I mean, right now here on Verse TV. You know, as we, you know, get ready to it. So without further ado, Aaron, let's, the let's get to the Hummus, um, the Hummus T. Let's get to it. It's week 116. This topic is called timing, and it's coming from NewYorkTimes.com. Now, this interview article with Uber CEO Dara Kazrashahi, the dad of Silicon Valley, mentioned some of Uber's amazing ventures and how under his guidance, the team brought Uber Eats from a $2 billion asset to a $50 billion asset that it is today. Now, Uber has looked into many different deliveries from goods to people. If you had an Uber wish, what would you like to see the next big thing Uber delivers, and how would they make the delivery? Now, this article also mentioned that the daughter broke the news last year that she was, as she dryly put it, an Iranian lesbian. And he gave her a fist bump and told her, quote, it's the best time in the world to be gay, end quote. Now, he, his being a good dad is a part of the reason he's known as the dad of Silicon Valley. So the second question, what would you like to see happen to make this an even better time in the world to be gay? Shy? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um the next big thing. Yeah. Mm, they already deliver food and <laughs> I love food. <laughs> um, let's see. Um the next big thing. You know what would be cool actually if they deliver art supplies. Cause sometimes I don't feel like going to the store to get art supplies. No, this is just my opinion. <laughs> if they deliver if they deliver my art supplies and stuff for me, I think that would be dope because it would alleviate a lot of stress for me personally. Mainly because sometimes I have to go to more than one store to get supplies. One store may be out and the other one, I may have to drive across town. Sometimes I don't feel like all that. So if they had like a Uber delivery service for artists, that would probably be pretty dope. Um, the second question. Well, how would you like to see, what would you like to see happen to make this an even better time in the world to be gay? Um, honestly, I think people still need to be a little more open-minded. Um, being a lesbian woman, 
is different than being a gay male. So I think that people should just stop putting gay men in a box. Because if you look at me, a guy be like, oh yeah, I like girls too. Let's go get girls together. But then they'll put a man down for his sexuality. And it's it's no different than, you know, being a lesbian female. So um, I think people just need to be a little more open-minded still. And stop worrying about what people do in their bedrooms. This is really not nobody's business. A lot of None people of care so much business. about what people are doing with their personal life. It's still mind-blowing. It's 2021 and people still all up in people's business. So Right, exactly. That's what I think. All right now. All right now, Sha, you gave an answer, okay? Who do you want, who you want to go next, Sha? Uh, you know what? I'll go ahead. I got your back. Right. I'll go next. Uh-oh. Um, and then we'll, then we'll go to our special guest. So if Uber had a, if I had an Uber wish, what would I like to see Uber deliver next? Um, I like Sha's answer about um supplies or artists and uh people who are creators. I like that. Um, I would also say, um, hmm, when it comes to Uber, they don't um if y'all don't know, they also deliver alcohol too, if y'all don't I do know that. Because I do uh Uber Eats, they do we do alcohol. Do packages and do um, um, food and all that. By the way, just so you know. But um, if, if, if I had a big wish, um, I would say deliver like, you know, pets. You know, like because a lot of pets are in uh, shelters and things like that. And you know, everything's done. A lot of things are done virtually now because of COVID. So if you go virtually, you know, adopt a pet. I would say that they would, you know, go pick up the pets that are being adopted now during the pandemic. Then you know, everything, you know, all these animals are now finding homes. I think that that would be super dope. I have to come a program to allow, you know, these pets to get home, you know, not people don't have to pay to go, you know, make it happen that, you know, they could get it Ubered, you know, boom, boom, boom. Um, and so my uh, second part of the question was, what, what would I like to see make happen to make this even a better time in the world to be gay? Um, I feel like more people just being open with themselves. If you know who you are and who you are and you're comfortable within yourself, you won't be out here worrying about what the next person's doing. You won't be in the next person's business because you focus on your own shit and doing what you need to do for yourself. So I feel like um, we'll start with people knowing themselves first and to be more open with people being who they are. You ain't worry about what I'm doing over this side of the street because you focus on you. Mm-hmm. So I think that more people should be more open-minded with understanding who they are as a person first. Um, and then we can have more openly happy world to be gay because then people won't care. They can focus on themselves and what they got to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my one and my two on that. All right, cool. So let's keep it moving. Um, and let's go, uh, um, Quincy, since Quincy knows how the style of it all goes, let's start with you where we throw Romeo in there for the first question. If you had an Uber wish, what would you like to see as the next big thing Uber delivers and how? Mm, well, shoot, because they actually could be with DoorDash. And I was just thinking about that. I said, dang, DoorDash deliver pet food, um, home good stuff. And that's what they compete. And if, I, if Uber want to really do something, they need to do... Um, mm, medical supplies because for a person like me, I don't get out the house much and it's hard for me to get medicine. First of all, hey, can you get my medicine? I wish that they were connected somehow where my medicine there and I can go and they can go pick up my medicine or just get or give medical supplies. That would be the first one. And then for the second question, I think that to make the world a better gay place, first of all, we need more tangible representation because now that people are seeing us more and we are putting and we are doing more of a stance, now we need representation across the board where it's tangible, where 
if a little boy would say, you know what, one day I won't be like this person, and they can reach this person, and they know this person is tangible right there in their face, and also um, equal rights for everybody because, like, now me being disabled, I feel that they like the person being disabled and disabled. It, the, the community don't like don't don't even look at us as oh we people we just uh we just are terrorists or we just disabled. So to make the world this is a better happy gay place is equal rights and representation. All right now I'll talk about it. So Romeo, talk to us now. First yeah. question: If you had an Uber Wish, talk to us. Mm-hmm. What would you like? Your deliver medication, which is right, but they should also deliver um. Any sort of any sort of apparatus that you may need, any sort of anything that would help you with your mobility, any 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 equipment like that, a walker, crutches, whatever. Gotcha. That should also be delivered by them. Come on now, okay. And the second part of it was, what would you like to see happen to make us an even better time in the world to be gay? I think. And this is going to sound harsh, but it's I think gay people need to learn to become the representation that they want. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, talk about it. That was real good. Mm-hmm. You will always be marginalized if you don't speak. That's JC, by the way. Where else? JC. Gotcha. No. <laughs> I let the people know who the beautiful lady is in the back. Um, you better talk about it. Okay, now, Romeo. That was really good. Thank you for that. All right, that was only question one. Um, and we're getting ready to get the question too for Homo's T. Um, so let's get to it um, as we keep things moving along. Let's go. Talk to him, Mary. I am. This part is called What's in a Name? And it's coming from Sarah Silverman's Twitter. So we will go ahead into this topic. And it is called What's in a Name? Again, the Sarah Silverman podcast, Aaron Mack has consistently been a huge of Sarah Silverman since he was 24, 25 years old. And this fandom increased when Sarah Silverman gently, yet explicitly, called out this person who called into the Sarah Silverman podcast voice grievances with the perceived loss of the right to complain because her name is Karen. The caller's name is Karen. Now, and currently a popular verb for people who maliciously complain with often racist undertones is Karening. Now, the first part of the question, is complaining about not being able to complain due to being named Karen kind of a part of the problem? And we'll answer that part first. And Troy, you've got Awesome. So it's, it's complaining about not being able to complain due to being named Karen part of the problem. Um, first of all, Karen's a name... Before the name Cameron started with this whole everything, you still had the name Karen. Still popular name. So I feel like don't allow that to, you know, that, that's not the problem. If, if, if you're thinking that because your name was Karen and you can't complain because of the whole Karen thing, something's wrong with you. You need to go see a psychiatrist and have, um, get some help. 
clearly, because your name was your name before it was a problem. So you need to go get some help on that one, because that's a problem. Um, and so that's uh, part one of it. That's how I feel about that. It's just a name. If you if you tripping about the name like that, something wrong with you, sis? It's not that deep. Keep it moving. Change your name, man. Change. Shy, talk to me. Question number one. Complain about not complaining the part of the problem when it comes to them came. It's complaining about not being able to complain. Oh. First of all, not to sound the type of way, but they've been complaining before they before the whole current thing came out. Like, but um, it's still complaining. Like, if you don't feel like you're able to complain, you're still complaining. That's like a complaint in itself. But you you can't complain because my name is Karen. Then that's a whole nother a whole nother movement. Like. Not all currents, like, that, like that's, I said, that's, that's the good, but they're still complaining, whichever way you look at it, right? I think, right, right, exactly. Quincy, talk to us. Complaining about not being able to complain, even in Karen, the problem still part of the problem. What do you think? First of all, I agree with Sai because what I, I look at, look at I had to look at it twice, and, and I was like, lady, first of all, you complain about being a Karen, and then second of all, if y'all stop being so like acting like people of color are so like we are like animals in the zoo and y'all acting crazy like the bar reveal of the lady in um Victoria's Secret she wanna oh my goodness it pass on out what I the, saw that what the I said now this is that's why y'all get the camera if y'all stop acting like y'all acting Karen won't be a word a Karen won't be a Karen first of all a Karen is just like saying Tiffany that we could have used Tiffany and say y'all acting like Tiffany mm-hmm. so yeah, that's my answer to that. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Romeo, talk to us. Let's complain about not being able to complain about name Karen being part of the problem. The whole thing is idiocy. And um, if you're complaining, if you think your name is the problem, you, you have mental issues. You need to see a doctor. <laughs> you probably need to go to an asylum because you have something wrong with you. Listen, see, we all agree on that one. All right, the second part of the question is um, what needs to happen for people to connect with each other enough for the act of carrying it or the term carrying it to cease to exist, right? So people need to mind their business and don't overreact about something that, that you feel, you know, like saying that this black person stole your phone. Like, Incidents that we're seeing today, just because they're black, like stop doing that. If you don't know what happened to, if your son is careless and he lost his phone or whatever the case may be, then be honest about what happened. Don't blame people. Don't get other people involved in things that don't need to involve them, and stop putting other your issues off on other people. That's your shit. Deal with it. Stop putting it off on other people, and then you won't have to worry about nobody filming you and you having a breakdown. <laughs> uh, sorry. Talk to me. What do you? What do you think um, needs to happen? Um. I think the problem is the whole kerning thing actually comes from a certain demographic feeling obligated, like, or entitled, like, um, and then once something don't go your way, you're, you're acting belligerent for nothing. <laughs> and it's not like it just started happening. It just so happened people just started recording everything now. So the kerning is not going to go away. And it, it's just, it's not. There's nothing you could really do about it. Stop feeling entitled and obligated. And then maybe, you know, Kernan won't be such a thing. 
Booyah, just like that. All right? Now, uh, Quincy got something to say. Talk to me, Quincy, because it seems like you're ready to on fire. Go on, go on, talk to me. <laughs> no, because by, by my KB and people, because I'm in my wheelchair, and, and they're like, we got to get to bed. So I'm like, okay. And they laughing because they heard it, and it was like, they were agreeing with Shaw. They was like, Karen ain't going to go away. They was like, first of all, it's entitlement. First of all, if you stop acting like the first answer you said, Quincy, if you stop acting like people of any color, if they stop acting like, oh, they're hurting you or doing this outrageous stuff, I go back to the Victoria's Secret video because that was the best. That woman did the best Karen ever. I congratulate her. She should get a award. So I'm like, oh, they're going to pass out. They're going to attack the woman. Yeah, I said that's I the best one ever. I said that's the best Karen ever. If and Karen was a person. <laughs> If y'all, I was like, if y'all don't, yeah. then I said, if you want to take it there, y'all carrying the White House too. If you want to go that far too, y'all carrying the White House too. So it's not gonna go away. It's not. <laughs> so Karen, girl, this like she's here to said, do the hashtag. I'm not like the other Karens, and it's <laughs> just be done. Okay, period. Just like that. Uh, Romeo, talk to us, and this question is wrong. Never go away because it's a excuse me, it's a systemic problem. It, it's not, it's not, um, white people, it's people, and it comes from generations of, we can do this, but you can't. So, when that dies, which, in order for that to die, they have to die. <laughs> oh, you better cut it out. <laughs> I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to do it. All of this, um... Slavery and all of its, its repercussions won't die until the people who taught those things are dead. And the generation who is running the world thinks different. Well, maybe maybe they let their mind die and, and come back different. Let's go with that. Maybe their mind dies. <laughs> that, that mind frame I'm thinking and then come back, you know, no, no, resurrected. No. Um, when their mind dies, then they have all time <laughs> And then it's just, and they're still the same person. Exactly. This, I hold up. We go back to that video when a white woman spit on the, the African egg. There you go. There's another example. And she had my hat Alzheimer's. Wow. I learned something new today. Wow. Wow. On that note, that has been our humblest tea for today. So if you guys are into what you like and what you see, please like, comment, subscribe, and follow us on our YouTube. Uh, this next question is our main question of the day which will, you know, lead us out into the final part of the show. So if you guys want to tune into that part, you guys got to go to YouTube and uh, subscribe to our YouTube and uh, check out our podcast. All right, Aaron, let's talk about our main topic. All right. And this is called The Homos, Sex and Romance. And it's coming from the beautiful DJ A1's Instagram. Now, Aaron Mack would love to just rest his head on DJ A1's belly with one hand <laughs> on his thick chocolate legs while DJ A1 gently caresses him with his meaty muscular chocolate arm. Now, nevertheless, one of Aaron Mack's heart protection devices is an inability to fully desire a man he knows is not available, i.e. heterosexual. And sex is not the biggest requirement 
on his list is physical attraction to someone includes an ability to envision a physically romantic connection with the person as well. Now, Aaron Mack does not personally know DJ A1, so the fantasy can kind of run free to a point. Now, question, how do you prevent a deep attraction to the beautiful yet romantically unavailable even people who aren't as celebrated as DJ A1. Second question, how do you determine someone to be romantically available? Romantically unavailable. And you're now tuning into what? The Homos Talk Show on Verse TV. What's up everybody? It's your boy Trobix Music. Hey everybody, this is Shad. My name is Quincy. Right here on Verse TV, it's week 116. Right here on Verse TV, it's week 116.